0: Tocando ya entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos, toca por dentro, aparece Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. This is the American Magidestars podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on January 20th, 2022, from New York City. Real Madrid returned to action on Spanish soil today as they travel to Elche for their round of 16 Copa del Rey clash, and for the second time in the past three Real matches, extra time would be needed to settle the matter. But just as they did in last week's Supercopa Semi against Barca, Real would come out on top after over 2 hours of football as they fought back from a goal down with 10 men to beat Elche 2-1. For all of the open play over the first 90 minutes, Elche couldn't capitalize on some very good chances while Real's long spells of dominant possession produced nothing to show for it, but things would take quite a dramatic turn in the added half an hour. Gonzalo Verdu put the hosts up right after Marcelo had been controversially sent off, but Ancelotti's substitutes came to the rescue, as Isco and Eden Hazard scored to put Real in front, and when Fidel's late equalizer was disallowed for a foul in the build-up, the comeback would be complete, and Real would book their place in the Copa del Rey semifinals. Real's starting 11 for this Copa match consisted of Marcelo, Alaba, Nacho, and Vasquez at the back, Cruz, Camavinga, and Valverde in the midfield, and Jovic, Vinicius and Rodrigo up front forming a 4-3-3 with Lunin behind them all in front of the goal. The first 90 minutes might not have produced any goals, but there was plenty of good football played, particularly in the first half when the game was very back and forth, and it was during that spell that Elche would generate some good chances and came closest to opening up the scoring in the 10th minute. Raul Guti's long ball from behind the midfield line got beyond Marcelo into Hosan streaking down the right into the box, and his cross got to Carrillo right in front of the goal, but somehow he got his steps wrong and put the ball up into the crossbar when he absolutely should have scored. Real responded on the other end as Camavinga made an aggressive forward run into space and shot wide from distance in the 12th minute, and Cruz forced to save with his one-time shot from above the box in the 21st minute. Carrillo would get another great opportunity in the 26th minute when he got onto the end of a Mojica cross right in front of the goal, but his header was well saved by Lunin as he pushed the ball towards his left. Real would then enjoy the majority of the ball for the remainder of the half and play some good attacking football, getting forward into space and getting into the final third, particularly down the left-hand side as Marcelo and Vinicius combined well, but Real couldn't get a goal to reflect their increased control over the game. In the 38th minute, Vinny made his way into the center of the box from the left-hand side but shot high, and then two minutes later, his cross found Camavinga at the top of the box for a one-timer that was saved. Marcelo turned back the clock and split two defenders to get into the box on the left in the 42nd minute, where he played the ball to Rodrigo for him to just miss the oncoming Vasquez with a cross towards the right post. And a minute later, Camavinga was winning the ball back in the attacking half and going for goal from distance. But he couldn't much trouble Werner as he made a comfortable save. Madrid would start the second half off well defensively to keep Elche from generating anything promising in the attack, with Nacho in particular making multiple interceptions in the final third, and going forward it looked like Real was the likelier of the two sides to score, as Vinicius and Rodrigo both made dangerous runs past defenders from the wide areas of the midfield and into the final third that looked to be on the verge of producing a good chance, but ultimately those runs fell short. Casemiro and Modric came on for Camavinga and Valverde with about 20 minutes to go and Real looking to make an all-in effort to secure a winner, and Isco would take Jovic's place not long thereafter. But with Real having the better of the run of play and the game winding down, Elche closed up shop a bit and got numbers behind the ball in the defensive third to try to keep Madrid from generating any real good chances. One really good opportunity did present itself in the 82nd minute, however, as Real played the ball from right to left brilliantly in the tight space above the box, and Marcelo's back heel pass had Vinicius with space inside of the box on the left, but he shot the ball right at Werner for an easy save when he could have done better and perhaps given Real the lead. Neither side would get another good chance at a late winner, and so the game went into extra time, and that's where the fun would really begin. Ceballos and Hazard came on for Cruz and Rodrigo to start extra time, but it would be Elche that would make noise first as an Alaba tackle of Pere Milla just outside of the box yielded a free kick in the 96th minute that Gerard Gumbel took well to force a save near the left post. Madrid would respond a minute later as Vinicius won the ball in the attacking third off of the high press, got into the box, and set up a Casemiro shot from the top right of the box that went across the face of the goal and wide of the left post. Vinny would then make a forward run on the left and draw a foul just outside of the box in the 101st minute, but Real couldn't capitalize on the free kick, and Isco's blocked cross from the right side allowed Elche to get out onto the break. It was on that break that the complexion of the game would totally change, as a through ball got played to Tete Morente as he stormed into the final third past Marcelo and Vasquez, and Marcelo came from behind to make a challenge. Morente went down outside of the box and the referee immediately whistled a foul and pulled out the red card in the 102nd minute for a presumed denial of a goal-scoring opportunity. However, the replays to me clearly showed that Marcelo had actually won the ball with a fair tackle, and the referee was duped by Morente throwing himself to the ground, but with no VAR, there would be no recourse for Real. Verdú would take the free kick a minute later, and while the ball was blocked by the wall, the rebound came right back to him for a second chance and so he fired away again and had his shot deflected off of Ceballos and redirected into the back of the net towards the right to give Elche a 1-0 lead in the last second of the 103rd minute. Definitely didn't look good for Real down a man and a goal with just over 15 minutes of football left and they would certainly have to roll the dice on leaving themselves exposed for a counter and committing everyone forward to get the equalizer. But the gamble paid off as Elche found it difficult to play the ball out of their own half past the Madrid high press and in the 108th minute the substitutes would make a profound impact as Ceballos won the ball by intercepting a forward pass right near the middle of the field and his pass over to Vinicius on his left got the Madrid attack started. Vinny played the ball to Casemiro for him to run into the box on the left and his cross found Ceballos as he made his continuing run into the top of the box. His shot was redirected by Isco just above the 6-yard box as Diego Gonzalez had kept him onside, and the ball found the back of the net towards the left post to level the score at 1-all. It wouldn't take long after that for Real to completely turn the tables on their hosts. Elche wasn't able to keep Madrid pinned deep with the high press despite the man advantage as Madrid played the ball forward with short passes in tight spaces and Hazard eventually won a free kick in the defensive half as he turned to run upfield in the 115th minute. The ball found Alaba on the left near the midfield line soon after that and he and Hazard quickly combined to catch Elche at half speed as Alaba's through ball met Hazard on his well-timed run behind the defense and into space in the attacking half. Werner came out as he saw the danger unfold, but Hazard was able to round him to the left and get into the box where he wasted no time putting the ball into the open goal to put Real up 2-1. to one. It looked like that goal was set to be the game winner, but there would be one last bit of controversy in the 120th minute. With Madrid largely sitting deep in a defensive setup to preserve the lead, Elche was able to get the ball over to the right in space. The ball was crossed into the box and after a couple of touches it fell to Fidel on the left where he beat Lunin inside of the left post to seemingly level the score. But the referee blew the whistle for a foul on Verdú inside of the box and disallowed the goal and that was absolutely the correct decision as on the replay it was clear that Verdú had pulled on Vasquez's shirt up near his left shoulder to tug him away from the ball and his attempt to throw his hands up as though he was innocent did not fool the referee. It made me wonder a bit how the referee was able to catch that foul from further back, but totally misjudged the Marcelo tackle despite being closer to the action. But in any case, he got the call against Verdú right, and Elche would be denied that last gasp goal to send the game to penalties. And with the whistle sounding shortly after that, Real would be through to the quarterfinal round of the Copa del Rey. And then Ronaldo! Let's break down the individual performances from Real Madrid's victory today. Starting up front, Luka rated as a 5. It had to be a bit of a frustrating game for him as he never quite found himself getting good service inside of the final third to take a chance at the goal. He did make some good forward runs into the box, such as in the 8th minute when he got onto the end of a cruise ball on the left and won a corner. But he either found himself in the wider area of the box where he was well defended, or he wasn't able to get onto the ends of balls played for him as they were intercepted. His closest chance to score came in the 47th minute when he got onto the end of a Marcelo cross near the right post and put the ball just wide of the left post with a good volley, but the offsides flag went up on that occasion anyway. Isco took his place in the 79th minute. Vinicius Jr. rated as an 8. He started somewhat slowly in the first half while things were a bit more back and forth but he grew into a significant threat on the left-hand side as Madrid started to see more of the ball. He combined well with Marcelo in the 32nd minute to get Marcelo outside of the box to cross the ball in. He cut into the box from the left wing and got a shot away in the 38th minute. He played a give-and-go with Marcelo in the 40th minute and got into the box to set up a Camavinga shot, and then he played Alaba forward down the left a minute later with a good ball. Another give-and-go, this time with Camavinga, had him inside of the box winning a corner in the 47th minute, and he would make more second-half runs down the left and into the box that presented a danger to Elche. He should have done better than to shoot right at Werner in the 82nd minute when he found himself with space on the left side of the box, but he won a free kick just outside of the box with another good forward run in the 101st minute, advanced the ball to Casemiro in the build-up to the game-tying goal in the 108th minute, and forced a save from the top right of the box in the 110th minute. Mendy replaced him in the 118th minute once the dust settled after the go-ahead goal. Rodrigo rated as a 6. He had some solid moments, but he wasn't quite as impactful as his fellow Brazilian was on the opposite wing. He won the ball back for Madrid to keep possession in the attacking half in the 5th and 10th minutes, but with the ball at his feet, he wasn't at his most effective in the first half as he lost his footing on a 30th minute shot and saw his crosses in the 34th and 39th minutes easily dealt with by the keeper. He did, however, narrowly miss out on delivering the ball to Vasquez near the right post in the 42nd minute. The second half saw him get a shot off in the 55th minute that was blocked, make a good run through several defenders from the wing and into the final third in the 60th minute before he was tackled, and then link up well with Vasquez and Marcelo in the 82nd minute in the build-up to Rodrigo's shot. Hazard replaced him to start extra time. In the midfield, Tony Cruz rated as a 6. He kept Madrid organized in possession, as he almost always does, recognizing perfectly when to play the ball forward, when to play the simple short pass, and when to send the ball back to reset the attack. He also turned up defensively at times as well, as he intercepted balls in Madrid's own end in both halves. He played a nice ball from the midfield up to Jovic as he ran into the box in the 8th minute and forced a save with his own effort from above the box in the 21st minute. His teammates couldn't get onto the ends of any of his corner kicks to make anything of them however and Alaba couldn't control a good ball that Cruz played to him inside of the box just before the second half came to an end. Ceballos replaced him to start extra time. Camavinga rated as a 6. He showed some good attacking initiative when he got the ball at his feet as he didn't hesitate to take advantage of the space in front of him in the 12th minute when he ran from the midfield into the attacking third and fired off a shot. He forced one save from inside of the box in the 40th minute, and then he won the ball back in the attacking half, made a forward run, and forced another save from above the box in the 43rd minute. He intercepted a long pass forward in the 46th minute, and then combined well with Vinicius on the left side in the 47th minute to play the Brazilian forward for him to win a corner. Casemiro replaced him in the 72nd minute. Valverde rated as a 5. He was relatively anonymous, save for the occasional interception to win the ball back for Madrid or forward run into space, such as the one he went on in the 28th minute through the midfield before he ultimately was tackled. But he wouldn't get more opportunities to use his pace to get forward into space, and in the end, it was a pretty quiet day's work for him. Modric took his spot in the 72nd minute. In the back, Marcelo rated as a 7. It was by and large a good game for the Madrid captain on the day, but one which unfairly came to a harsh end. His legs betrayed him when he attempted to track back and intercept a long ball to Hosan in the 10th minute, but apart from that, he performed fairly well defensively. He was instrumental in the attack on the left side as he combined well with Vinicius a few times in the first half, And the highlight of his first 45 minutes was when he skillfully got between two defenders to get into the box on the left side in the 42nd minute. He intercepted a ball into the final third in the 55th minute, shot wide right of the goal from above the box on the left in the 57th minute, and played a brilliant backheel pass to Vinicius on the left side of the box in the 82nd minute that set up a great chance for Madrid to score a late winner. Morente got behind him on the break in the 102nd minute but Marcelo did recover to make a clean tackle from behind and it was only Morente's throwing himself to the ground that could have convinced the referee that there was a foul. For me it was clearly the wrong decision to whistle Marcelo for a foul and show him the red card for denying the goal scoring opportunity and it was unfair for the captain to have his overall good performance marred by the sending off. David Alaba rated as a 6. He had an early clearance of a cross in the 8th minute but probably should have done better to intercept Hosan's cross to Carrillo in the 10th minute. Up in the attacking end, Vinicius played him forward on the left in the 41st minute, where his cross was ultimately blocked. In the second half, he most notably couldn't control a good ball played into the box for him by Cruz for a potential stoppage time chance, but he ended up having an increased roll in extra time. He was whistled for a foul above the box in the 94th minute, Even though it appeared to me that Pedemia just threw himself to the ground as Alaba extended his leg to reach the ball, and the free kick that came from that foul was saved to momentarily keep the game scoreless. But after both sides found the back of the net, it was his perfect through ball to Hazard from the left wing by the midfield line that set up the game-winning goal. Nacho rated as a 7 He made multiple defensive interventions in the first half and also picked out Jovic in the 24th minute with a good long ball from behind the midfield circle up to the striker for him to run forward into the box. He made more solid interventions in the second half, twice clearing balls out of the box in the 53rd minute, tracking back to intercept the through ball a minute later and winning the ball inside of the box in the 72nd minute. Lucas Vasquez rated as a 7 he came up from the back to play some good passes in the attacking half, and he added some good defensive interventions as well. In the 15th minute, he blocked a cross to initiate a Madrid break, and then in the 21st minute, he set up Cruz for a shot that forced the save. He was, however, a bit lucky after Lucas Perez beat him into the box in the 38th minute when Perez fell down and lost control of the ball. The 42nd minute saw him just miss out on Marcelo's cross by the right post as Madrid were threatening late in the first half. The second half saw him win the ball in the attacking half to keep Elche from getting forward in the 64th minute, set up a Casemiro shot in the 77th minute, and play the ball across the top of the box in the 82nd minute, build up to a Vinicius shot. He defended well inside of the box just after the 106th minute, played a good through ball up to Modric inside of the box in the 110th minute. And defended Verdu well inside of the box in the 120th minute, drawing the foul that resulted in Fidel's goal being disallowed. As for the substitutes, Casemiro rated as a 7. He replaced Camavinga in the 72nd minute and was quite impactful. He got a shot off from above the box in the 77th minute and forced a save with that effort. He then got into it with Peramea after a shoulder level challenge in the 86th minute. And was playing with fire when he put his hand around his opponent's throat and drove him backwards which earned him a yellow card. The 97th minute presented him with a good chance from the right side of the box to put Madrid in front but he sent the ball wide to the left but he did turn up in the 108th minute when he got into the box on the left and patiently picked out Ceballos at the top of the box in the build up to the equalizer. He spent the final few minutes of the game positioned in the central defense as Real sought to preserve the lead. Luca Modric traded as a 6. He also came on in the 72nd minute, replacing Valverde. He found Marcelo out on space on the left wing in the 76th minute, although Marcelo wasn't able to capitalize on the opportunity due to his lack of pace, and he fired a shot from above the box a minute later that was blocked. He won the ball back for Madrid in the defensive third after Elche had gotten forward on a break in the 86th minute, set up Vinicius for a shot with a back pass inside the box in the 110th minute, and helped Madrid contend with the high press with some good possession of the ball at the back in the 115th minute. Isco rated as a 7. He replaced Jovic in the 79th minute, and it's hard to be critical of his production. He played a good through ball for Rodrigo running into the box on the left in the 85th minute that ultimately produced a corner, but his blocked cross in the 102nd minute started the Elche break that ended with Marcelo being sent off. Alaba's cross went just beyond him near the right post in the 107th minute, but a minute later, he was back in the box again, smartly redirecting a Ceballos shot just above the 6-yard box to put the ball into the back of the net and level the score at 1 apiece. He also won the ball from behind to halt an Elche break in the 112th minute, which was an important intervention, given Elche's man advantage. Danny Ceballos rated as a 7. He took the place of Tony Cruz to start extra time and his first moment of impact in the game was a somewhat unlucky one. He was part of the wall that blocked Verdú's attempt at goal from a free kick in the 103rd minute, but Verdú's second effort following the rebound went off of him, which redirected the ball past Lunin and into the back of the net to give Elche the lead. But Ceballos was absolutely crucial for Madrid in the 108th minute. He twice intercepted attempts by Elche to play the ball forward out of their own half, and on the second of those occasions, He got the ball to Vinicius on the left side to initiate the attack. He then continued his forward run to get into the box and get onto the end of Casemiro's cross from the left. And it was his shot that ultimately served as an assist for the game time goal as it was redirected into the net by Isco. It was an absolutely brilliant sequence by him in which his fingerprints were all over the build-up to the equalizer. Eden Hazard rated as a 7. He replaced Rodrigo at the start of extra time. And his rating is all about the end product. He won a free kick in the 115th minute as Madrid looked to play the ball out of the back. And then shortly after that, he signaled to Alaba for the pass and made a perfectly timed run to get to Alaba's through ball in the attacking half, showing some vintage bursts to get behind the defense in the process. He easily rounded Werner towards the left as the keeper met him outside of the box, got into the box on the left, and made no mistake of his finish as he netted the game-winning goal. For a moment, he looked very much like the Eden Hazard that Real paid all of that money for a few years ago. Ferland Mendy as the final substitute did not get a rating. He took the place of Vinicius in the 118th minute to shore up the defense and he didn't find himself being called into action on any occasion. Finally in front of the goal, Lunin rated as a 6. He was lucky not to be beaten by Carrillo in the 10th minute when his shot from point-blank range ended up hitting the crossbar but he did well to save Carrillo's 26th minute header from the center of the box. He also made a nice save of Gumbao's free kick in the 96th minute as the ball was rocketed towards the left post. There was nothing he could do to stop Verdus deflected shot in the 103rd minute, and another deflected effort beat him in the 120th minute when Fidel put the ball inside of the left post, but fortunately that goal was disallowed for Verdus foul in the buildup. It was quite the entertaining game between the two teams and credit has to be given to Elche for not just sitting deep and looking to survive against the La Liga Giants. They very much came to fight, and they nearly got their just reward for their efforts. But even more credit has to be given to Real for the fighting spirit that they themselves displayed, battling back from a goal down in extra time with only 10 men as they fearlessly attacked, got 2 goals, and came out victorious in the end. I think it's fair to say that the well-played contest has only served to increase anticipation for the next encounter between the two teams, which just happens to be in a few days this upcoming weekend. Up next for Real Madrid, it's take two against Elche as the sides will meet once again this upcoming Sunday in league play at the Bernabeu. The away match in the league went in Real's favor back in October of last year by the same scoreline as today's match, 2-1. But unlike today's Copa match, it's expected that Real will field a stronger starting eleven for the Sunday game with Benzema, Casemiro, Modric, Mendy, Militao, and Courtois all expected to return to the lineup. All of which adds up to Real being favored to take all three points from the match, which is absolutely what they need to do with the lead over Sevilla at the top of the league table down to only four points. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the league match against Elche on Sunday, so be sure to look for the next episode to drop at that time. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid! ¡Farió Zidane! ¡Gol del Madrid en el 45! ¡Gol de Zinedine Zidane! ¡Real Madrid 2! ¡Leverkusen 1!